Hey guys, I'm Rain, and welcome to Web Chats, where we find the most interesting people on the internet and bring them on to hear their stories. Some of the topics we cover can be funny, interesting, maybe even a little weird, and we do get into some pretty heavy topics, things like substance abuse, suicide, sex abuse, domestic violence. So a quick trigger warning, if you're sensitive to any of those things, you're going to want to think about that before you proceed with any of our episodes, because sometimes it comes up a little bit unexpectedly. If you hear me giving advice to anybody on the show, it's just coming from my own personal experiences and it's coming from my heart, but I am not a trained professional. I've been through a lot in my life. I've seen a lot. I've known a lot of people, so I have a lot to pull from, but I am not a trained professional. The last thing before we get into the show is I want to share a few resources that may be useful for you or somebody you know. So the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. The National Child Abuse Hotline. 800-422-4453 and 24-hour drug and alcohol abuse support line, including an optional 24-hour admittance to rehab is 877-987-6071. Okay, now let's get into the show. Hey everyone, this is week two, episode two of Web Chats. Uh, Pretty excited to be able to say that. Last week was our first episode. We got a bunch of great feedback and even got our first two Patreon supporters, two of my best friends on the planet, Jeremy and Danny. Thank you guys so much for your support and for your kind words. And to everybody else who shared positive feedback with us from the first episode, thank you so much. If this is your first time here, thank you for being here. Make sure you go back and listen to the first episode with Ashley as well. It's a a really good one. Uh, Today's episode is with Fernie. I met Fernie in a Facebook group for men's support. He was posting about his relationship with his ex-wife. Uh, She cheated on him, and it left him in a really bad place emotionally. He was feeling depressed, even suicidal. And so I just wanted to reach out to him to see if I could offer some support, some words of encouragement, and maybe help him get back on his feet. And, uh, you know, after chatting with him over Facebook, I said, hey, why don't you come on the show? Because I think there's people who could benefit from your story and relate to your story. And so he said, all right, let's do it. So we had a chat. I think what you're going to takeaway from from Fernie's story is that he's a great guy, he's a great father, and he got himself tied up and tangled up with the wrong woman. I mean, the wrong woman. This uh, person um, had a complete disregard for him and for herself, and you know, without giving away too much of the episode, you'll see that, and I just think that where he really kind of, where he went wrong is just by not trusting his gut and not, you know, noticing the red flags that were there because there were wildly red flags. It wasn't subtle. He should have gotten out of there a long, long time before he did, but you know, live and learn. Anyway, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notifications when new episodes come out on Tuesdays. Follow us on Instagram at webchatspodcast. We always love to know what you think about the show, good or bad. So please share your feedback, shoot us DMs, leave comments, whatever you want to do. And that's about it. Enjoy my conversation with Fernie. Are you there? Yeah, man. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you perfect. How you doing, Fernie? Pretty good, man. How yourself? Good, good. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me, man. Yeah, no problem, man. How's everything going with you today? Uh, it's a Saturday. What do your weekends look like these days? Well, they they kind of alternate. So I'll, I'll have some weekends off, and then um, the following week I'll have Monday, Tuesday off. So got it. They kind of just alternate. Sometimes working, sometimes not. And uh, and and you have kids, right? Yeah, I have. I have three. Okay. Uh, two boys and uh, and a five year old daughter. 
Oh, okay, wonderful. I have four kids, two boys, two girls. Um, and and so are are your kids with you pretty much full time right now, or? Yeah, for the most part. Um, just being that my 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 ex, she she works basically all week, mm-hmm. and she'll have like her days off separate. So that kind of gives me the chance to have them most of the time. Gotcha. Which is good. It's interesting that you frame it that way. Gives you the chance to versus like makes me have to, you know? Yeah. Seems like you frame it more like it's a privilege to have the kids more rather than a burden. Is that right? It it is because, I mean, I I love my kids very much. And, you know, I'd rather have them with me than than have them stay with her just due to um she um it's just her her the environment that she grew up in it's still uh very much a part of her Mm. and um mine on the other hand is exactly the opposite of what she grew up with so i i feel like i would give my kids more of a a healthier environment yeah yeah, okay. basically, and and it, uh, they're 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 pretty much better off at this point. Okay, so that we don't lose anybody who's listening, because I know some of your story. Obviously, you know all of your story. Let's start from the beginning, if you don't mind. Um, so you know, I ran into you on the Facebook group. I saw your post, and it and it just it it moved me. What you posted on Facebook, and I'm going to read it here for a second, so everybody can get on the same page. But what you posted really moved me. Uh, and it, and it made me honestly, the feeling that I had when I read it was like, I got to reach out and connect to this dude and like pour some strength into him. Like that's, that was the feeling that I had when I read it. Uh, because you're not the only person who I've seen in this, in a situation. And as a matter of fact, I have a chat scheduled tomorrow morning with somebody whose story is almost identical to yours, almost identical. Um, so this is the thing that happens and that's really why I want to address it because if you guys relate to it and if it touches me, then other people will relate and other people will be touched by it. And I think it's important for people to understand that this happens and we'll figure out where we can go from here. So let me read the post really quick. So you said, it's been a month now after I caught my wife cheating and I still can't believe my wife is gone. I know I'm being salty, but I can't help but be angry at the fact that while she's getting fucked, I'm struggling with the bills she left, raising my three kids and struggling to feed my poor kids. I struggle to stay strong for them, but days like today, I hate myself and everything around me because I feel like I could have prevented this. That's a heavy statement, bro. Yeah. And, and like, so like days like yesterday as well, like I woke up, um, you know, cause I'm pretty sure like a lot of guys to relate um as far as like you know waking up in the morning and you know just realizing that the person that you fell in love with is no longer there and you know yesterday i was i was in a pretty big funk um just on top of that my my ex had my kids for about four days more or less mm-hmm. two uh, well three of which uh her mother had had my my kids mm-hmm. just due to the fact that she worked and mm-hmm. You know, my daughter had a lot of homework to catch up on, mm-hmm. which I, for the most part, got her up to speed. And those four days, those three or four days that my kids were gone for, my, my daughter just really fell behind. And 
yesterday was the last day that she had to, you know, do her homework mm-hmm. and, you know, we didn't have time to catch her up. So right now she's not doing too well in school just due to the fact that, um, my ex rather spend time with a new guy than focus on our kids that, you know, are the main priority. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I get frustrated and, and I, I have those emotions just come up time and time again. It's just due to the fact that, you know, it's not just me being affected by this. Mm-hmm. It's also my kids and my mm-hmm. kids see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I have a three-year-old, a four-year-old and a five-year-old and they're still kind of young to kind of figure out what's going on. But, mm-hmm. you know, they, they still know. And Do you feel just, like... And I don't mean to cut you off, but just kind of taking this bit by bit here. Do you feel like the emotions that are associated with the cheating and the emotions that are associated with you and your wife separating kind of get jumbled up and mixed up with the emotions that are associated with the new situation, the custodial situation, the frustrations with the parenting, the stuff that has to do with the kids. Do you feel like all that frustration, because it's all so new and so fresh, do you feel like it all just kind of gets balled up into just one big, frustrating, depressing, upsetting feeling? Or are you able to separate all those things out? It it definitely does get overwhelming. And they do get mixed up at times. And, you know, I try my best to, to split in between the two mm-hmm. so that I'm not showing too much of that negative emotion towards my kids or anything like that. So that, you know, they could, they could still be happy. You got to stay strong for them because they need you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, even though these thoughts keep running, running through my head and, and I have, I keep having these negative feelings, you know, I, I, I try to muster on just for them. I understand. And I, they do, they, they do get mixed up a lot sometimes. It's just, I just try not to, let it affect them as much. I understand that. And I can, I can see how it could get all mixed up that way. And the reason I asked the question, it was kind of a loaded question, so to speak. I knew that you would say yes. And that kind of leads me to tell you, it's really important that you do your best to keep those things separate because they're totally separate. And you dealing with getting over your wife, getting over what she did, is completely separate from the parental stuff. That parental stuff, in all honesty, may go on much, much longer because now you have to figure out how to parent together. If you don't feel like she's parenting the same way or with the same amount of effort uh, or the same style that you are, that can take a lot of time to try to get on the same page, especially if her behavior is more, I want to go hang out with my new man, I want to do this, and you're like (laughs) hyper-focused on the kids and their success. That That can create conflict for a long time. So that one's more of a marathon, right? That's more the like, let me pace myself and try to work on this over time. And then the thing about like the relationship, that's more of a sprint. That's more of like, I'm hurt right now. Let me try to hurry up and get over that one. And if you compartmentalize them that way, if you split them up that way, it's a lot easier to deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot easier to deal with. And so so through the time that we were married, Mm -hmm. um, because she has has an older son. not for and you. the no okay. and, and the way we well my daughter's not really mine either but i mean i've been her father since she was six months so she, she's mine okay and so so the son her older son and and your oldest daughter are from the same guy no uh she she had they, they it's different fathers so there's three dads uh yes okay so you and I'm, two other guys okay yeah 
And the daughter, and, and I assume the daughter's dad is nowhere in the picture. No. Um, okay. And then so so my ex oldest uh-huh. is uh, so he he currently lives with with his dad. Uh-huh. And there is a big deal about that. Um she ended up she ended up getting incarcerated for some uh some some pretty major stuff. What? And tell me what. Um so she 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 was all drugged up. She ended up breaking into a vehicle. They ended up going to her house and arresting mm-hmm. her. She did she ended up doing about three months in, in jail mm-hmm. uh when they bailed her out. She's and on during meth? those uh no she was on she was on crack. Uh, Holy she was also, shit. yeah. Uh, and you know, I didn't, I didn't really know that till like later on, maybe two years into our relationship, she started opening up about these things. So she had been smoking and, crack the whole time and you didn't see it. No, no, no. Well, well, when we were together, she, I guess like, I'm pretty sure she was trying to turn over a new leaf and, and do things the right way. Okay. And for a while, for a while she was, mm-hmm. and like, like four years into it, I thought we were progressing and flourishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, you know, she completely changed from what she used to be. So going back to what I was talking about originally. Um, so yeah. while she was incarcerated, um, her ex ended up filing for full custody and being that she was incarcerated, she couldn't fight for the, for um, partial custody of her son. Sure. And so she ended up losing that battle. And then, so when she had been bailed out, uh-huh she had gotten pregnant with my daughter uh-huh. and during that time she was still in probation. And so she ended up getting busted uh, for coming out dirty in her uh, drug test. Um, so she got three years added onto her sentence as far as probation oh, okay. and the charges were child neglect. So uh-huh. when I met her, I had, I had no idea she was going through probation, uh, through probation. Uh, I knew okay. she had a daughter. Uh-huh. I didn't know she had an older son and what had happened with that until later on into the relationship, more or less like three, four months, uh-huh. she started kind of opening them about, Hey, yes, I have a, an older son. This is what happened. And, um, she at no point in time did she dive into the drug use and she only told me about, yeah, I got caught breaking into a vehicle. Um, and, and you and thought and you reason. thought she was just wild. You didn't think like, oh, that's some drug type shit. You just thought, yeah, yeah. Maybe and she's just crazy. yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was just because you know she was just hanging around the wrong people at the wrong right. time or or something like that. You know, sure. And then, so we would kind of hang around with her family, but it, it wasn't later till we actually got married that uh-huh. we that she started taking me to the rest of her family and like okay. her grandma's house. Okay. And that's where I started seeing all these like gangbangers, all these, you know, drug addicts and like uh, drug dealers. And I was like, kind of like, wow, she's from I didn't the hood. know that this was, she's yeah, from yeah, the hood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And, and I figured too, cause I mean, the, the side of town that she took me to uh-huh. was like definitely one of the, one of the pretty bad ones. And I was like, man, I don't feel comfortable here. When, you don't, you like, have to, don't tell me the specific neighborhood, but like, what city are you guys from? Are you from LA? Where are you from? No, we're uh we're we're from Texas. We're from El Paso. Okay, from oh okay, I'm in El Paso. And so there's there's like an area in El Paso, um, towards kind of like in between the border and like and, by Juarez, like down by the and, bottom. Yeah, so it's like a little like kind of like a triangle. It's uh it's New Mexico, El Paso, and then Juarez. Yeah, and then she's like that that part of the town is like smack in the middle. 
Okay, got it. I know that so area. Right, right along that border is crazy. There's all these signs that say like no guns, like shit that you shouldn't see in like normal places, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, okay, so how um, long after you met did you get married? It was probably like a good year and a half. Okay, that we ended up getting married. Okay, okay. And then, and then, she, is she clean at that time? Um. Well, so. When we first started talking, um, I had commented something on one on 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 a post she had put because mm-hmm. um, I I have colored eyes and uh, she had put something more along the lines of uh, um, those eyes though, and uh-huh. I commented on it. And it. so when I when I talked to her about it, she um, like later when in, when she started like confessing to all the drug use and all this, she was like, "Yeah, I was actually getting high at the moment." when you had commented that and uh, uh, I, at the time i was kind of like taken back because i didn't know she was doing that stuff you didn't know she smoked crack and, yeah well to me she looked like a normal girl a, a nice girl you know funny mm-hmm. uh, charismatic mm-hmm. um so i mean i was under the impression that she was this completely different person from what she really was right and to be honest like i i after after she started telling me all these things like you know I, cause I believe in second chances. I believe in people, uh, people changing sure. for the better. Sure. And so I kind of just, you know, gave her the benefit of the doubt. Uh huh. And, and so we, you know, we kind of kept going, uh, through our relationship and, you know, we got better and better. Like we really, like, to be honest, we ended up from staying out of mom's house. Uh, we progressed into an apartment uh-huh. and eventually we ended up in a, in a mobile home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before this whole thing started, I was progressing into getting an actual house. Nice. And so, I mean, it's just like I kept the ball rolling and kept so it So it made sense to you. It, 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 it didn't seem like you were just telling yourself that everything was okay. You had evidence that maybe things were on the right track. Yeah. yeah and, 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 you know, to me, I was, in my head, everything was fine. Sure. Because, oh, man, like. I, I kind of want to say, like, if she were to be an actor, she'd be, like, one of the good ones because, yeah. you know, she played it off very good. Right. And, 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 and throughout this whole time, now that you know, was she on drugs at that time, too? Uh, no. Like, through the okay. time that we were with, uh, together, she had, okay. she, had, she had completely stopped. And so when she told okay. me that she, okay. would do, she would do, like, weed, coke, uh, ecstasy, and then uh, they call them foilies, but technically it's, uh, it's crack. Right. And so free base or whatever. when she was, yeah, like she was telling me this and I kind of just, you know, I was pretty shocked. And then, so one of the days that we were kind of getting our stuff together so we could move into the apartment, uh-huh. um, I found a pill and I was kind of, cause I mean, I took supplements, uh, I work out and whatnot sure. and this pill didn't look like any Tylenol, any like fat burner or anything like that. So I was, <laughs> was kind of weirded out and I asked her about it and, and she's like, Oh, this is a, this is ecstasy. And I was like, okay, well, so what would you do in the situation that, you know, what, what if our daughter got it? What if our, what if our son's crawling around and he gets it and ingested? Like, like you don't think about that stuff. And then she kind of like paused and realized that I had a point and I asked her to dispose of it and I didn't want to see it. Yeah. 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 I, and I'm, I'm with you on that. Right. But I feel like you went, you went to step two. I feel like step one would have been like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like step two was like, also like you're being clumsy with it or whatever. It's all over the place. Like that's dangerous to our kids. But step one is like, wait a minute. I didn't know you do drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so when I found it, I had like, you know, already, uh, we had already had that conversation. It took me a while to kind of embrace it. What do you mean by that? Embrace it. Like be okay with it it, or just accept? No, no. Like just accept her past basically. Okay. That she did do that because she would like she would tell me like oh no ever since I've been with you I haven't thought about it I haven't done it I haven't even tried to go back to it okay and so she was pretty convincing so I I gave her the benefit of the doubt I was like okay I accept that that's your past I'm not gonna judge you for it so what she's telling you is that this ecstasy pill that you found I haven't been doing this this is a one time thing I haven't thought about it before and it was a mistake like is that the way she portrayed it. Yeah. And so, 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 and so in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, well maybe she had it from when she did do it because it was kind of like hidden and put off to the, to, to the side. Mm. Like if uh, it was there and she forgot about it, but, but we know that wasn't the case though. Yeah. We know know for a fact that it's like every drug dealer, every drug addict, every criminal, when they get caught, they're like, Oh, this was the first time I ever did that. Yeah. yeah. And like, that wasn't the case. Right. So here's my question before we go forward. There were times then that she was doing drugs before that, that you didn't know there were times that maybe she was high on ecstasy. So before we move forward, I just want to know where would she have been doing these drugs? Like, how did she have the freedom? Like I think about it, right. I'm a family man. You're a family man. And I have my kids. I have my wife. I have all this shit. I can't imagine a six, eight hour period where I'd be able to get high on ecstasy and nobody would notice. And I could be like, where, how did she even have the time to be high? You, you, it's, it's funny that you bring that up. Cause now, now, now that I think about it, like, so we, we, we work together, right? Sure. And the way she got hired on is through a friend uh-huh. and they both lived, in, they, they both live more or less in the same area, maybe okay. a mile or two away. Uh-huh. And the time that she was she was getting high from when I did the comment, uh-huh. she was with them at the time. Like they were both together. Uh-huh. The the friend that got her hired uh-huh. and my my ex. And uh-huh. so now that I think about it, it's I mean, maybe when they work together during break or something, that's maybe when they would have popped something, you know. Maybe. And, you know, most drug addicts don't try to keep jobs and people who do drugs and work. They're what we call a lot of times functional addicts. And people can be pretty good sometimes at being high and then still trying to go through the daily activities of watching their kids and, uh, you know, working and all this stuff. So she might have been high standing right in front of you and you just didn't notice. Maybe you didn't know what to look for. I take it that you've never done drugs or at least not a lot of drugs. Well, I had I had tried pot in high school. Right, but and, that doesn't count. We're talking yeah, about mean, like, drugs. Like you don't oh, know like any anything hardcore. Like yeah. no, no. Like you would know that when somebody does ecstasy, that they're sweating and their pupils yeah. get gigantic and they're drinking an ungodly amount of water. You probably oh, no, didn't you know, know the signs to look for. I've, I've had I've had friends that like were into the rave scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of figured, and they would talk about it, but I never really like my my lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. has always been being athletic. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm you know, I try to get as much information in my brain as possible. Right. I don't know something, I Google it and just dive into it and make sure that I know what I'm talking about before yeah. I talk about it. Yeah. And, you know, you, I'm not trying to, like, make myself sound like an angel because, I, I, I mean, I've done my fair share of dumb things. Right, but, right. 
No, this I is mean, the point. That's why I asked you this, Fernie, is what I'm saying is she came from a background and, and was involved in activities that you weren't familiar with. And that's really the way that all this slipped under, under your nose, because if you grew up around that, you would have caught on to her much sooner. Yeah, I know. And uh, give, give me a quick second. Uh, Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. My, my son's watching the movie. He's trying to get something else. And I mean, like I had no idea what to look for, like what science to look for. And, you know, even though, you know, my older sister was a, or is a drug addict, mm-hmm. I never spent any time with her. So I wouldn't know what to look for. Yeah, exactly. And so like we went through, through the time together and, you know, I didn't see any changes or anything like that. And, mm-hmm. and we had gone through a couple of drug tests for, uh, for job interviews. Mm-hmm. I got her, I got her, uh, me and her cousin, actually, mm-hmm. uh, we got her job at Walmart. She tested um, negative for any type of drugs. Okay. Um, I helped her get through her probation once I knew. Uh-huh. And I made sure that she stayed on the right path to mm-hmm. getting through her probation mm-hmm. and getting on track with her life. And was her, was her probation drug testing her? Yeah. So okay. I, would, I would take her and then we would have the officer walk with her into the restroom, drug test you know, the, the, the whole deal. And mm-hmm. so I made sure that she was on the right track and mm-hmm. I was trying to get her away from the, from that environment, which ended up uh, getting us the trailer here where, where I'm currently living at. And so, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, like she could have been just, you know, lying about it the whole time. Maybe she was. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and I know a lot of people who will take like a bag of somebody else's <laughs> urine into a drug test. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Knew a she lot was, of people, not know a lot of people. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. She's very, she's a good liar. Let's just put it that way. Because the last month that we were together, you know, I kept asking questions because I knew something was off. And so I kept asking questions and I asked her like, hey, are you with somebody else? And she's like, no, why would I be? Like, you're the only one that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I have eyes for nobody else but you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, when you, when you really mean it, like you look into the other person's eyes and reassure them that that's not what's going on and you're just thinking crazy but you know i should have seen the signs and and i started noticing like her changes because she went from dressing a certain way to because mm-hmm. she had a piercing in her eyebrow she had a you know and then she would dress like like more of like the man i don't want to sound like a jerk but like kind of hood rat type of looking okay and she went from kind of cha- dressing like that to dressing a little more oh man like presentable i guess okay and got it some more conservative it was progressive yeah it was progressing and I, you know i thought she was really changing for the better and then so so uh-huh. when we found that that pill i had told her i don't want to see this i don't want to hear that you're doing anything like this and the moment that i find out that you're doing this that's it i don't want to be in the situation where my mom was where she was having to deal with my sister doing drugs. Right. And that affecting, like, so my sister got her, her kids taken away because of the drugs. Right. And she kind of had already started that process. Right. And I told her, as soon as that happens, you're not going to see me and you're not going to see the kids, period. Because so, that's not the environment I want them in. And so, you know, I guess for having love for me, she agreed. And then what kind of ticked me off is after we had agreed that she was going to dispose of it, when we moved into the, into, uh, into the apartment, mm-hmm. that same uh, jewelry box that she that I found it in, uh-huh. it was still there. Uh. 
And then so I'm like looking at her like, really? Like, I thought you were going to get rid of this. And I thought we agreed. And so she started crying. She's like, no, don't. It's not what it looks like. I'm, I was trying to sell it to my cousin so that I could get rid of it that way and get some money coming. And then again, I was like, you know, you should have gotten rid of it from uh-huh. the start. Uh-huh. And I'm not, I don't like being lied to. Why didn't you just take it and flush it? Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what we ended up doing. Okay, like I took it to the restroom and I flushed it. Right, and and then she kind of looked at it and just you know I guess she saw what was it like thirty dollars going down the down the drain, and then I was like, I mean you know screw the thirty dollars if you want thirty dollars I'll give you the thirty dollars but I don't right. want anything like this in my house. Right, which is the right and, thing to do. That's the right way to think about it. And and after afterwards, you know took me i mean i started kind of like losing tr- my trust in her as far as that because i mean that's when when we started living together that's when she started opening up more about her personal life and the things that she used to do her past drug drug use drug use relationships the whole nine what about so, relationships so relationship wise uh, not too long ago i found this out from uh, her older son's dad so she started telling me about how her first boyfriend that, that they had already been living together and she ended up cheating on him mm-hmm. and she went back to his house covered in hickeys. And that's wow. how, that's how he found out. And they ended up splitting and whatnot. And so after that, he met this other guy named John, like this guy is a straight scumbag. He's been, he's been on the news for several crimes. Uh-huh. Um, recently there was a story about, a house catching on fire in that same part of town that she's from. Uh huh. And a nine-year-old girl ended up losing her life. Oh. And so they started investigating us to what had happened. So there, apparently there was a love triangle between uh, that John guy uh-huh. and two other females. And one uh-huh. of the females went and burnt down. Well, she was trying to burn down one of the cars. Oh. Uh-huh. But the flames progressed into catching the house on fire she burnt the whole house down and the kid inside yeah. died yeah and then so oh, all that no. happened and this guy was involved and this guy i'm telling you like this guy's a straight scumbag and you take a look at it, at this guy like he's fully tattooed he's got tattoos above his eyelids and all this stuff and mm-hmm. you're kind of like whoa so her first boyfriend she ended up cheating on him with that guy and then that guy when she met her son's dad they were still messing around the whole time and then so that ended up stopping after a while. And so I guess she's when she found out she was pregnant of her of her son, she started to take him a little more seriously. But by that time, uh, her son's dad was already kind of like fed up with her. And so he ended up cheating. But wow. Wow. what drove him to cheat is so, uh, she had applied at Subway and she got the job. Two weeks into it, he was telling me this like uh, about a month ago. Uh-huh. He was telling me like, yeah, when she like two weeks into her working at Subway, she started getting dressed up and you know putting on makeup and looking presentable. And he was like, hey, well, where are you going so so dressed up? She's like, well, I'm I'm going for a promotion, and they're giving me an interview. And he's like, you've only been there for two weeks. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, she, and he's like, she's like, oh, stop being paranoid. Uh, I want this for my son. And so she leaves. And then he's telling me like, yo, shit you not, like an hour later, 
I got a text from my from one of my friends that works there. And, hey, I just saw your girl in the manager's office in Brian panties. Oh no! At the subway. Yeah, and I'm 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 damn. I'm damn. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? And so uh, that's, fun, that's yeah. what drove him to cheat. And then so when that happened, like he was kind of just fed up with it. And then that's when uh like they they split up or whatever. Sure. So he started telling me like his truth. He's like, you you know what, man? Like when we were together, I was trying to like make things happen for us, meaning that she was pregnant. So mm-hmm. I started slanging cocaine to try and get her a house. What the fuck? And then he's like, and I always carried a knife with me because I mean I couldn't care like I and I didn't have money for a gun, so I just I would carry a knife with me. And one of the nights that we got into an argument, like I had I had that knife on the on 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 one of the dressers, and so we were going at it, and she grabs the knife and stabs me in the leg. Wow! And I'm like, what the hell? And then he he's like, yeah, like maybe an inch uh, to the left, and she would have gotten an artery and I would have been, I would have been a goner. Wow. And then he was telling me like, yeah, even after that, like, you know, she tried to get me jumped. Like he was saying that at one point he did end up punching her in the eye, but because like she was wailing on him and like after like 10 punches, he kind of got tired of it and turned around and, and, and decked her in the eye. Uh-huh. And so he got away, she called the cops and then this whole ordeal ended up playing out. Uh, so at that time she was already cheating on him again with, with my daughter's dad. Wow. And so they had already split up. And then when she got caught stealing before that, she was cheating on my daughter's dad with him. Wow. So it was kind of like, you know, this it was is kind of like fucking this, clusterfuck, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, so I'm like thinking to myself, like, while he's telling me this, uh, he's like, dude, your, your, your egg is crazy. So he's telling me this and I'm like, man, it kind of makes sense. Like the same thing that's going on with you guys is going on with me. I mean, yeah, we had arguments mm-hmm. and some of them did get like, um, like I remember there was one of the, one of the times in the apartment, like we were, we got into it mm-hmm. and, and like I was trying to leave and I, I opened the door to leave and she kept pulling me back and she was slapping me in the back of the head. And wow. so from like, I pulled myself forward to try and get through the door mm-hmm. and she fell and like her face just bounced off the floor and, and like I was trying to pick her up and in her mind I was trying to like trying to beat on her mm-hmm. and I'm like no 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 that's not a, that's not even what I'm trying to do and so man she made this whole big deal she was threatening me to call uh, on about calling her cousins to come and beat me up so like my initial thought was I'm gonna call the ambulance have them come by and at, through that time I'm taking off because I'm not, I'm not going to stand there and get, you know, beat on for something I didn't do. Wow. And then, so, you know, all that happened, like we ended up, you know, working things out, mm-hmm. we're back together. And then, so like, eventually we ended up uh, uh, in, in the mobile home and, and so we get into another altercation where she's just beating on me. Mm. And again, I'm trying to leave and I'm trying to leave. And then that one, you know, I tried to like, I turned around to try to grab the door. And I like with my thumb, like I had an open hand and I, I reached for the door and I like, ah, man, I think I, uh, I, th- I think I poked her in the eye mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I didn't realize at the time cause I was trying to get out. I also ended up hitting her in the nose with the door <laughs> 
Now I gotta say hey. this, Fernie, and I like you, but that's two times that you yeah, yeah, yeah. accidentally beat the shit out no, of no, me. No, 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 no. Like I'm, I'm, man, like, like I'm not, I'm not even trying to like, you know, I'm not trying to make myself sound like a saint because I mean, like, like, you know. I have like fucking like I, I had gotten depressed at one point and like I, I was suicidal. And that for me is like the lowest thing I've ever done. Especially now that I have kids and you know, I've never been the type to be like, you know, trying to hurt other people. And on the contrary, like I hate be like this is one thing I hate about myself is being dependable. Like I hate being the person that people go to to get things done mm. or for help. And then I'm the one that's always getting, um, like hurt, like in the end, because mm-hmm. I mean I've had other people do that to me. And, and before I met my my ex-wife, I had been in a nine-year relationship with this girl that also ended up cheating on me. Mm. And to me, I thought you know I was going to marry this girl, we we're going to be together forever, mm-hmm. and I, she ends up with this other dude, and then. Eventually, that's how I I ended up with my wife. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, man. I get it. I get, I get, my my wife is like that too, but, you know, she surrounds herself with good people so she doesn't get burned like that. But I know what you mean when you're the person who's always offering to help, always there to support people, always trying to look out for everybody. Uh, Most of the time, you're going to end up giving more than you're getting. And then there are also people who are going to identify you as somebody who's willing to give and they're going to take advantage of that. So it's difficult to be that person. You know, and like, and then for, for me, like I've never been one to care about my reputation. Cause I mean, as long as I know that I'm doing the right thing and I'm doing things to progress mm-hmm. as far as like personally, sure. Like I could kid, I could care less what other people think of me. And, you know, like after this whole deal happened, like she went off telling people that I used, that I beat on her, mm. which was never the case. And mm. on the contrary, you know, after we got the mobile home, she kept saying like, "Oh man, I wish I had this truck. I had, I wish I had this truck." And, and she she was obsessed with trucks. Mm-hmm. And so she ended up she ended up getting a job, ironically, at that same subway, and but different management. So I was okay. like, kind of relieved. So like. And I just want to stop here because you're telling a lot of your story, but I also want to make sure that we're kind of keeping this all in context of time because it didn't all happen on the same day. And what I'm really trying to understand for everybody, for myself, and also for you is put this all in context to knowing when did this happen? How did this all progress? And really what I'm trying to identify are where are those points along the way where maybe you could have or should have said, which obviously hindsight is 2020, but at what points? Could you have said, eh, this is probably not a good relationship. Eh, she's probably not who I thought she was. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm trying yeah, to paint a picture of how that all progressed in order of like, okay, I find this pill, then we move. She's starting to open up to me more about her past drug use and relationships. These are all clues and red flags, but at what point should there have been this, okay, that's enough red flags and clues, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? So, so. Yeah, so now so now we're living in the trailer. Okay. In the mobile home. And you know, I'm already aware of like her past relationships and her drug use. And mm-hmm. and I was kind of glad that we were living where we're living mm-hmm. just due to the fact that it's it's a nice neighborhood. I mean, if anybody's selling drugs there, you would have never known. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, I grew up in this neighborhood, so I know that this is a better place to be. Sure. And so at this point I'm working, I'm working a better job. Uh, I was a supervisor at Walmart and mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm making pretty decent money and she's just, she's staying at home, you know, raising the kids. Okay. And so she, she starts, was you she know, doing she a good started job as a stay at home mom. She was, cause she was always on top of it. Always. Cool. And there was never a day where we missed an appointment. There was never a day where, you know, uh, like there wasn't food on the table. Sure. My, sure. Our kids were always showered and taken care of. And I'm, I'm going to give her props to that when she was doing it. Sounds like she was sober. Cause I know people who have drug problems and when they're sober, they could be the best parents on the planet, you know? Yeah. And, and man, she was, she was perfect. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm like, I'm going to say this right now. Like our relationship did have its downs, but there were more ups than there were downs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was kind of like, that's why I, I feel so much hurt because I thought in my mind we were fine. It didn't have to be we like happy. that. You saw, yeah. you saw, you saw a light at the end of the tunnel. It could have gone a different way. Yeah. And then, so, so now, yeah. you know, we're living in this trailer. She's being like the best mom she could be, but she starts getting depressed uh, because she's just at home. Mm. And I tell her, you know what, like work out or, you know, mm-hmm. invite mm-hmm. friends over, you know, stay proactive and you know do a lot more than just watch tv right and so it couldn't have come at a worse time but at the same time it was kind of like i guess good for her mm-hmm. that i ended up getting laid off and so that gave her the opportunity to start working to and you work. know yeah we agreed we agreed that okay you take the time off from working and i'll work mm-hmm. that's where she, that's where she got the jo- her job at, at at subway back uh, it was under a, a female manager. So, so, mm-hmm. you know, at the time there was no guy. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, but, but, but just, I don't want to, I don't want to divert you too much, but on that point, that was a thought in your head though. Like before, no, like, before she had cheated on you, uh, you know, like, were you concerned about her being around guys already? Uh, no, be, like, be honest. Like, even though you hadn't caught her cheating or, or anything yet, did you have? Are you? Are you maybe just by nature a jealous person, or did her sharing her past about cheating a lot start to her, make you worry sharing, about that? Her sharing definitely made me think twice about like uh, uh, about her, like what she's gonna do. Like, okay, right. So now, like, so after the drugs, I lost tr- a little bit of trust, and then mm-hmm. like, and then she started opening mm-hmm. up about her relationship. So now. My trust is kind of shaken, right? Because of what I know now. So now, now she's kind of broken the trust a little bit, and you know some stuff about her past, and so now you're kind of looking at her out of the side of your eye a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so at this point, being that she's depressed and she had been at home for so long, I'm mm-hmm. thinking like she's not happy. She might start doing things that, you know, you know, like a lot of like most of most women when they feel bored or like they they start feeling. A, a certain way that's what they end up doing is cheating so that's in your that's in your mind somewhere that that's a possibility yeah mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to do what i can to make her happy so i'm like okay take these jobs do what you gotta do right to 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 feel happier and because at, at that time she had gained a little weight and so now that she was working she started losing weight and getting a little more of her confidence back so she ends up quitting those two jobs and she ends up getting a job at, at where she's at now, Walmart. Mm-hmm. And ah, man, it's, it's super crazy. Cause like, 
like I get a job and then she gets a job. And so now we're both working. Mm-hmm. So I work. I, 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 well, I, I, I currently work nights. So I'll wake up when they wake up and I'll take care of them. I, mm-hmm. Regardless whether I sleep two hours or six. Right. You know, I'll wake up regardless. And at this point, I'm taking the kids to school. I'm picking them up. You know, I'm taking care of them. Only having slept two, three hours most. And she's going to work. Got it. And so we're getting a lot more money that we we had had been bringing in. So now we're able to enjoy ourselves a lot more when we have our days off. So I'm thinking like we're 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 you know we're going in the right direction. Right. We started having a lot more fun. We started doing a lot more activities with the kids mm. and things we weren't things we weren't used to. Yeah, that's and a good feeling so, when you finally get to start doing some different shit, right? And we're making a little bit of money. Yeah. yeah, it's a good feeling. And and you know, I was like, man, now we <clears> could <throat> actually afford this house that I've always been wanting to get. You start making goals, and, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so I had already told her, and you know, I had a, I had already got in her car when she started working at Subway. So, you know, we were feeling good about ourselves, and then, and then I went and uh, I uh, financed the truck. And I finally got her the truck that she always wanted. Mm. You said and she then, was in love with trucks. So you wanted yeah, to make her so happy you like, got her the truck. Yeah, what kind of truck so, was it? Um, uh, it? It's a 2014 Chevy Silverado. It's, nice. Man, it's, it's super clean. Nice. And, you know, I thought in my eyes, like, you know, she deserves it. I even got her the freaking the newest iPhone and the, the Apple Watch to go with it. Got the it. earbuds. So she yeah. had the whole nine yards. Full hookup. And I... Yeah, and I'm thinking like, man, I really love you. Here's here's, here's your rewards or uh-huh. whatever you want to call it. No, I get it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I'm always wanting. I'm like a gifting kind of person. I love buying yeah. stuff for my family and stuff like that. So I get it. Go ahead. And then so, you know, man, I swear, like that same day that we got the truck, uh-huh. we ended up getting into an argument. Yeah. And I'm like, man, where's all this coming from? Like, you know, I just bought you all this stuff. You know, I'm trying to make right. you happy. Not right. only that, but I'm, I'm physically, be er, not physically, but emotionally trying to, you know, make you happy as well. Right. And you're still getting mad at me. Like I don't understand. And right. then so that that week started progressing, and I started seeing a lot more anger towards me. And wow. I'm just kind of like, what the hell's going on? Almost like buying that truck triggered it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then so I'm like, man, I guess getting the truck was a bad idea. And then so on top of that, she always wanted to get another dog. So I ended up getting a uh, a McNabb. Now you're trying to buy her happiness. In hindsight, no, well, I mean, right? Oh, yeah, I guess I guess in a sense. But yeah, like, no, she, dude. No, yeah. Full blown. Like, and, like subconsciously. Not, in, not even realizing you're doing it, but you're trying to make her happy and you're spending money like a waterfall on everything that she's ever mentioned she wanted. You know what I mean? And then... Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess like, cause a lot of people tell me the same thing and it's like, you dude, you're just trying to buy her love. And then like, so I, I guess I refuse to see it that way, mm-hmm. but so I got out of the dog and then this dog starts going through everything, like chewing down. Look, look, just stop, just, just stop on that one second. Cause I want to explain yeah, yeah. to you why you're not seeing what everybody else is seeing. Right. I can explain this to you perfectly. Cause I'm also the kind of person who buys a lot of gifts for my family and my wife and all that. I'm actually not married. I've been, we've been together 11 years, but we're not married, but so I, I don't want to call her my girlfriend, but so I just say wife, but um, yeah. if things are going well, if things are going well and you're in a healthy relationship and everybody's happy and you're buying gifts, 
there's no problem there. It's when you're trying to fix something or you're trying to create happiness by buying gifts, that's when it's a problem. And that's what you were doing. She wasn't happy enough and you were trying to fill that hole. You were trying to turn the tide, change her emotion by giving her things that she wanted. That's when it's a problem. If she was happy and you guys were all good and you were buying the dog and the truck and all that, all good. It's just more good on top of good. But that wasn't the case. You see what you see the difference there? Yeah. Makes, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Now, I mean, that you put it that way. That's the difference. And so anyway, so I, I, I ended up getting this dog and this, this dog's just driving her nuts. And one wow. of the days that I had just gotten home from work, I literally didn't sleep, sleep not more than 30 minutes when she wakes me up screaming at me. And she's like, oh, your, your effing dog is destroying the restroom right now. Like, I'm tired of this damn dog. And I'm just kind of like, hey, like, relax. I mean, like, just pick it up and I'll take care of it later. Like, yeah. when, I, when I get some, some rest. Yeah. And she continues to yell at me. So, you know, I get up and I take care of it. And then I go back to sleep. And then she's still, like, super pissed about it. And she keeps waking me up just to, you know, yell at me about it. Damn. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, like, relax i mean it, it is annoying but it's not to the point where you have to blow this out of proportion right and then so later on that day she's at work mm-hmm. and then like towards the end of the night i'm thinking like oh man you know i'm gonna surprise her i'm gonna take her some flowers to to work uh i'm gonna pick her up and then so i got my brother to take care of my kids and mm-hmm. then so i'm driving over there and then like, i get there and then i parked and i see her walking out with this guy Mm. and I, at, at that moment i'm not making too much of it because i can't really see like if it's a like because she she's she's friends with this uh lesbian chick that you know dresses like a man <laughs> so i'm thinking like maybe you know i'm trying to kind of you know make sense of this i'm not trying okay. to like yeah. jump to conclusions and then uh. so they hug and then they kiss and i at that uh. point, I was, like heartbroken and i'm like Man, I'm over here trying to surprise you, and this is this is like a movie, bro. This is that's like something out of a movie. You show up <laughs> unexpectedly to bring her flowers and catch her kissing another dude. That's insane, man. Like, what happens in that just, moment? So, what happens? You're obviously heartbroken, I, and what do you do now? I confronted them. I I mean, like, I, I, initially I wanted to go just well on this guy, but at you know when I got there and I was like, hey, what the hell are you doing? Mm. And she was kind of like surprised at the fact that I caught them. Of course. This guy, this guy comes charging at me thinking like, uh, I'm thinking he's going to try to fight me. And I was like, Hey, hey, man, like, I'm not even trying to fight you, dude. Like, I'm trying to fix my marriage here. Like, I don't know what's going on. Mm. Like, I see you guys kissing and I'm confused. Like, I thought we were happy. And this dude's like, I guess he, he realizes what the situation is. And he tries to apologize. Uh. He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen this way. And I'm like, dude, like, which is bullshit. Go, he knew man. about you. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. caught him. You just and caught you him. That's all. You know, you know, the crazy part is uh, one of the days I went to go uh, to buy some toys for the kids. Yeah. This was more or less around the, the tax season. Uh, mm-hmm. This was recently, like when we had gotten in our, our, our taxes, like, man, I went to go spoil my kids and bought them a bunch of toys and whatnot. Sure. And I went to go get the card from her. Mm-hmm. And this guy that she cheated on me with pulls up with a pallet of merchandise so she could work and he looks at me he eyeballs me up and down looks at her looks at me again and smiles and leaves wow wow and i caught on to that i caught on to that and asked her like hey what the hell is this guy looking at me like what was that about right and then i asked and i told her like hey this dude just straight up like eyeballed me 
and then I balled you, looked you up and down, looks back at me and smiles. You knew something and was could, there, and what she said, yeah, and then, nothing. Like, yeah, exactly. And then yeah. so he, she's like, I freaking hate that guy. That guy's that guy's lazy. Everybody hates him. And okay, then, so like, so this time you run into the. So I'm back in this moment because I'm literally. I feel like I can picture this in my mind. So you're there. You left the flowers in your car. I hope you run out there. Yeah. You're like what's you're like what's up with this shit? And the dude charges you at first. He knew who you were, and then he realizes yeah. that you don't want to fight. And he goes, "Okay, well, hey, you know, sorry, fuck it." And then what? Are you guys three standing there, or does he leave and let you guys talk, or what? No, well, he's walking away, and then she's like, "Go home, go home." Uh, we'll talk about this at home. And so I'm like, man, what the hell? Like, I'm over here, and then I'm asking, him, like, hey, yo, did you guys, did you guys have sex? And he says yes, and I'm, man, at that point, like, my heart just dropped. And she then, oh, she told you right out, like, yeah, we did. No, no, well, I mean, she kept lying about it and saying, no, we didn't, we did it. And oh, man, like, you this dude got comes out, out of his car again and starts uh-huh. laughing. No I'm like, way. This dude's, this dude's laughing at us, argue here. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Like, no, all, all, all he wanted to do is just get his, get it, get it in and leave. And he's over here laughing at the situation because he doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, she kind of, she like pushes me off and gets in the truck and takes off. He gets in his car and takes off. And then I'm already like by myself. So I'm like, I'm going home. I get home. And then. How are you feeling I'm, at that I'm, point? Are you crying? Are you mad? How are you feeling? Man, I'm pouring my heart out, man. Mm. and like you know the 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 girl i you know gave everything to just did this horrible thing to me and i'm trying to like i'm like man can i just wake up now Mm. and you know she finally gets home and i'm like man you guys stayed stayed there afterwards huh and she's like no we both left i just i was taking my time to get home and i'm like yeah whatever no they for sure at least talked about it or whatever (laughs) man it was crazy because that night you know, we talked for hours. We ended up like getting intimate that same night too. Like I don't know. Like it was. I just. I guess the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of emotions, and, and that a lot of times going to lead to sex, even if it doesn't make sense. And so the next the next morning, she calls in from to work, and she doesn't go. And then so we spent the whole day together. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, okay, you know what? I'm willing to let go of this and move forward. Mm-hmm. And I made it clear that I'm not gonna hold on to any grudges, and we we could try and work on this. We could get counseling, whatever the case may be, so that we could, you know, rebuild and move forward. Okay, so before we get to that, because this is you guys kind of discussing where you're gonna go from there. This is what I really want to figure out. You left. You guys got a chance to talk that night, even before you got intimate. And, and and I and I almost know without even asking you, but like, what was her explanation for why that all happened? I mean, she had to give you a reason. I'm sure that's the only thing you wanted to know, right? I'm sure that was your first question: is why did you do that? Oh man, she. So her explanation to that was like, I don't know, I don't know why I did it. I guess I'm not happy. I guess you're not doing it for me anymore. And like, man, no, no lie. Like all the supplements that I take and all the exercise. Like, so my my. Mm-hmm. My testosterone levels are like through the roof. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly wanting to be intimate, you know, mm-hmm. loving to her. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I didn't mention is that. So when she got her birth control, like her, her sexual drive just kind of like dropped. Mm-hmm. And so we we're being so intimate. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not doing it for you. Like, are you talking about sexually or mentally mm-hmm. or what? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, 
Like, you don't make me happy anymore. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, at this point, I'm thinking, like, well, man, you're just freaking bored. Mm-hmm. And so... But how do you, so exactly what I'm looking for there, right? Like, let's not breeze over that. That moment is pivotal. How do you move forward from that? That's not something you go, oh, you just said that. Like, here's the thing, Fernie, I've talked to a lot of people now, especially since I'm doing this show. And I can tell you that in almost 100% of these situations, the only reason that the person takes the shitty explanation they're getting from their spouse who cheated or who beat them or who somebody called and told them, hey, he or her is going to cheat on you. The only reason people allow themselves to move past that is because they're believing what they want to believe. Yeah. And, that, and to be honest, that's exactly what happened. Because I, I, you know, I was like, OK, I'm not doing it for you. So, so all right, I'm going to start doing the things that you want me to do for you to make you happy. You start figuring it out in your mind how you can make it where like you're lying to yourself for you. She doesn't have to do much. All she has to do is not leave you and you'll do the rest to fill in the blanks. Yeah, basically. Because I mean, like, so she was telling you, she tells me you're not cutting it for me anymore. So I'm assuming like, all right, well, maybe I didn't spend enough time with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm over here thinking to myself like, okay, so maybe I didn't spend enough time with you guys. Mm I'm going to try and be more, you know, productive and, you know, spend more time with you guys. So well, that's talking about bro, because you're working at night, you're waking up after two hours sleep, taking care of the kids. She goes to work. Like what more could you have done? Well, it's, that's just, that's the thing. Like she worked <laughs> from 2 PM to like 11 at night uh-huh. and there was no time for us to spend together. So, okay. so in my okay. mind, I'm thinking like, maybe that's what it is. Like sure. we don't spend time together. So that's, that's the day that she called in. So I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, let, let's take this day that you called in. You're not going to go to work right. to be together right? and make the most of it. And, you know, to and see honest, what we have here, right? Like, let's spend a day together yeah. and see if we can spark this thing or if it's the fires all the way out. And, and we had such an amazing day. Mm. And we ended up the day with, like, a huge, you know, hooray. The next day, we wake up, you know, we're happy. And then she goes to work and then not two hours into working she starts being like like hey, man i guess like really aggressive and then i'm like what the hell is going on so Wait, she's, like, she's my, at work and she's being aggressive yeah. to you how yeah, like yeah, in the like, text so yeah so she's just like oh you, we can't just uh, we can't just uh go from you know me cheating and then you, we us being really happy the next day and now mm. it's like nothing happened. So now she's back I'm around like, this guy, and this, yeah, and yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And yeah. so, man, I kept having this bad feeling. Like, man, she, I know she's with him right now. Mm-hmm. I know she is. So I waited till she went to lunch, and I was like, man, I'm gonna scoop it out. And then so I see this group of people coming out, and I see him, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I freaking knew it. So. They well, I mean, going, what did they, you think was going to happen, though? He works there. Yeah. Like, what was your guys' understanding about how she was going to deal with him when she went back to work? And see, we didn't, we didn't even, like... You didn't talk I, about that? Like, I had told her, like, like please don't, don't do this again. Like, but just, you never said, like, hey, you got to stay away from that dude? Like, that, uh, not, not, in, not, not in that same context, but, oh, like... Oh, bro. I made it sound like... I don't know if I don't know if I could have even I don't know if I could have allowed her to go back to work to go stand next to this guy. I don't man, know. It's a tough one, bro. That's a tough one. I, I know, and I, 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 man, that's why I kind of blame myself 
at the same time because like I kind of set myself up for that. And so, so they ended up going again, mm-hmm. man. This I, I don't know what is it about subways, but they go to Subway to eat, <laughs> and then so I'm over here like I already like I already have it in my mind that she's doing it again. So I'm like now at this point I'm trying to get have proof, right, on photo. So whenever we do end up going through the divorce process, uh, I have proof that she is cheating, right, right. And so I catch her, and I go in there and I record it. Catch like, her I caught them together. I mean, it's not a lot. They're like, just sitting. To say that they're together. Yeah, yeah. Because they're ordering their food. And, and then, so, I was like, hey. But when this is who you were cheating with, and the next day you guys are together, I mean, that's not just we're two people at Subway together. This is me with my person I'm cheating with. This is yeah. my side boyfriend, basically. We're on a lunch date. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. man, this whole, this, whole, this whole month has been really stupid of me. And when I'll did get all this it, happen? But, when, when, when is all this? Because this is pretty recent stuff too, right? We're talking about yeah. Like, it's been so from when I did the post, it was it was about a month. It's been a month, and yeah, and then so it had been maybe a week mm-hmm. before that post, and I was like, I mean, this is all still fresh to me because, like, man, yeah. there's days where I just kind of like break down and just like, why, why, why did all this happen? So what happens when and, you confront them in the subway? Uh, so this guy tries to fight me again. And I'm like, you know, at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take you up on your offer and let's go outside and fight. Oh, man. So this guy keeps asking her for permission. I go in there like super, super, super angry. And I'm like, dude, stop asking for permission and just step out. Let's fight. And so he never does. I leave and I'm thinking to myself, like, man, thank God I didn't fight him because that would have been, that would have looked bad. For sure. To try for in my case, you know, right. and might have felt good to punch him in the mouth, but it really has nothing to do with him either. But it yeah, also exactly. seems like he's being a jackass about the thing too. Like he also thinks it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so now I know for sure it's like she's it's done, mm-hmm. and she ends up yeah. going that same day to uh, to pick up her things. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you're not driving out of here with this truck that's under my name, and especially you don't have a driver's license or insurance. Oh wow. She ends up calling the cops, and the cops like completely just ignore the fact that she doesn't have any documentation that allows her to drive that vehicle. And they're like, yeah, take off with no license. Like, yeah. 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 Get no out. No, Are you me? Nothing. What the and fuck? I told them why, and man, they couldn't give me an explanation because they take off. And so that's the week leading up to my post. And so, you know, this whole time we're going back and forth, like cops got involved several times, uh, as far as her, like she broke into the house, took a bunch of stuff, and you know, like I was like I was pretty mad because I mean she's breaking a lot of my things, and you know she's trying to clean me out from the kids' clothes. Mm-hmm. She's trying to man. She even took the food in the fridge. She <laughs> she went as far as like this is like already mid Corona. Uh-huh. She took all the toilet paper. Damn. Not the toilet paper. Everything, everything. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. I can't believe you're that 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 petty that you're gonna take everything. Like she didn't even leave me with the roll that was already out. Damn. She took, she took Wipe your everything. ass with paper towels, bro. That's and awesome. I was like, man, what the hell? You know, I'm still hurting. And then she's she's definitely playing with me at this point. Sure. She's like, hey, come over to cover because at that point she had already got in an apartment. Like. I don't even know how she got it so fast. And so like, I'm already thinking like, she probably already had this like planned out. Mm, maybe. So I go like an idiot 
And then she starts like kissing me and telling me like how much she misses me and loves me. Go where? You went to her apartment. To her apartment, yeah. Oh, oh why? Because I was, uh, uh, man, I I have no idea why. <laughs> she invited <laughs> to be you honest, over like, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she texted oh. me like, "Hey, can you come over?" And I was like, "All right, cool, sure." And I'm yeah. over here thinking like, "Oh man, so this is my shot. I could, you know, try and do something to win her over." Like See, an idiot. So let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so you're saying it now that like an idiot, and I'm wondering where are you today mentally because. Why are you even trying to win that person over? At what point don't you have a don't you have a kill switch somewhere that goes man, okay see, too much? You would think you would think that I do, but like man, I'm I'm like I was so in love with this girl. Yeah, that I did it three times. Be after the first, so the first time I went over two more times. Uh-huh. I even spent the night one of them, uh-huh. and. Oh man, I, and this is this is what pisses me off because uh, the second time that I went over, she had hickeys on her neck, and I was like, "What the hell?" And you still so, stayed and 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 did yes, it with her man. too. Like, oh man, it, it, that's what makes me so so angry at times because I'm like, "How can you be so stupid?" And then so not stupid, um, but just like, <laughs> where's the self respect, right? Yeah, and yeah, and, and so the third time, yeah. So we we spent the night. And then, so we end up going to breakfast, uh, well, getting breakfast because we can't really stay anywhere. And so we have our younger son with us. And so at this point, our two older ones are with her grandma. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, well, I got to go to work and this and that. So she's, and then that night she was telling me like, I'm not going back with them. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Cause we had a fight. He went back to his girl. Cause yo, check this. Like he has a wife that's pregnant. And he currently has two other kids. And I'm like, bro, oh, like, wow. you don't even care about that? And then so I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm, I'm fucking stupid too. And so later on that day, she starts going off on me again. And I'm like, damn. So I now, I'm, now I already know. And then so I met up with her during her lunch to give her, it was like some, some, some items like that she needed for the apartment. And I went over there and I gave them to her and she had this, she had like, I guess she tried to cover up the hickey that he, he had left her mm-hmm. with makeup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, uh, is that a hickey on your neck? Cause you didn't cover it, cover it up pretty good. And then she's like, Oh yeah, he likes to do that. And she caught herself admitting to her doing this. Right. And at that point, like, you know, I was like, you know what? So you're I've still at this, this point trying, yeah, to hopefully yeah. thinking that like some way you guys are going to find your way back together, right? There's yeah, still some hope. Yeah. And then so at that point, like at that moment when I saw the hickey, it, the, all that hope that I had just died. Okay. And so now, now right now, my 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 emotional state is more like like all the only reason I go through because I I was diagnosed with uh, depression and anxiety like when I first got. When I first saw them, I ended up getting hospitalized because I was having an anxiety attack, which felt like a heart attack. When? This, uh, this is the first day you caught them? No, no, no. Oh. It was, I think it was the day of, the, of Subway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because afterwards, like, uh, she left her Apple Watch, and I started going through it, and I saw all these texts. Oh, that's the worst. Her, her and that's a friend, yeah, her, do her and a friend going back and forth. Yeah. Yo, I went I went freaking John Wick on everybody. Like, uh, uh man, it, it, it just so at this point, like, so I'm reading these messages and I'm like, I'm seeing that her friend has a boyfriend, and then she's getting pictures from this other guy. 
sexual pictures and then they're sharing them again amongst each other and then yeah. now my my ex is talking about the dude that she's with how oh he drives me crazy i love him so much this and this and that and i'm like when you see what's really going on which like yeah, yeah, yeah. anybody so, from the outside looking in could have seen that right away but you didn't want to see it and now you're forced to yeah. be faced with the truth like this is what's really happening and so like so after the day that after the day of of uh of subway yeah the next day but the next morning actually I end up having this anxiety attack. And at this point, I don't have my kids. I'm mm -hmm. home alone. And I'm mm -hmm. thinking to myself, I'm going to freaking die. The whole left side of my body just completely just shuts off. And I'm like crawling. I literally crawled, got my phone and dialed 911. Wow. And so I'm over here like talking to the paramedics, trying to save my own life. And then the paramedics, event, or the, the operator and the, the paramedics that eventually get there, they help me out. They take care of me. And then now I'm better. So. So that same day that I get, and it was just an anxiety case. attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so emotions are heavy as fuck, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it crazy that like you could be so emotionally distraught that it could literally put you in a physical state where you think you're dying? Yeah. I and, know what that and, feels like. Like I haven't had one that bad, but I I get wound up and like I know what that feels like, dude. That's nuts. That's crazy. Like, and and so like I got better, right? And then they discharged me, and and so like at this point I'm just kind of like full john wick mode and then so i have enough dirt on everybody uh -huh. and so it's crazy because all this whole so her friend works at walmart mm -hmm. the guy she the, her boyfriend works at walmart the guy she's cheating on her boyfriend with works at walmart and my wife's like there too so yo i literally went to where this this guy uh my ex's boyfriend uh -huh. like his wife works at this gas station and i went and i told her like hey you know this is what's going on I don't think it's oh, fair for wow. both of us being that you're pregnant. So like this, like this is fucked up. Yeah. Like you're cheating. On, you're getting cheated on. I'm getting cheated on. And we're both over here working, trying to get our family together. Oh. And they're over there fucking around. So I let her know. She was all devastated. Oh, and I felt man. bad. Like I was like, hey, I'm sorry, but I got to go. So I drive my ass to Walmart. Now, let me ask you this. Dude, were you really trying to help her or were you like, I'm going to get I, you I back? I genuinely... I genuinely, genuinely it feels to, it now it feels to me like you were like you know what you want to fuck up my shit I'm gonna fuck up your shit it seems like it would be no like, no well because because like I mentioned that I had gotten cheated on before I met her yeah. so I know how it feels like man like right. it's just it's right, a horrible right, right. feeling and right. I was like I went man I even stopped at the entrance of the gas station she was at, she was at and I was like man I was thinking to myself like do I really want to go through with this right. but at the same time I was like I need to she needs to know. Yeah, because I mean, like, how long is it gonna go on for till she finds out, and maybe it leads to a miscarriage or whatnot? She's under so much emotional distress that you know something happens to her. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, like, man, I don't know how to approach her about this. Mm. And I, I, I went in there, like, as calm as you can be, and I told her what was going on. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I don't think it's fair that we're both over here. You know, taking care of the kids, taking care of our family, and our, our spouses are doing this to us. Mm. Like, this is not fair at all. Mm -hmm. And so I just left it at that. I left, and then I went to Walmart, and I found her friend's, uh, my ex's friend's uh, boyfriend sitting outside eating lunch. And I'm like, hey, dude, this is what's going on with your girl. This is what they're talking about. And this is a dude that she's cheating on me with. And I pointed at him out. And he was kind of taken back. He's like, you know what? Man, thanks. Thanks for telling me. Now I know. And so, wow. wow. So I'm talking to that that chick's boyfriend, right? And then uh, 
the guy that they're cheating on him with, his wife just so happens to work there too. Wow. This Yo, is, so I went over and told her about it. Fucking Walmart, huh? Yeah, man. I'm like, man, what the hell is wrong with this Walmart? Yeah. And so I, I went over to her and I was like, hey, this is what's going on between your husband and this girl. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because she was like, man, I trained this girl and we're like super, like we're super close. Can't believe she's doing this to me. And I was like, man, don't even say anything. Just go up to him and be like, I know. And see his reaction. And sure right. enough, this right. dude was like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. And so I was just like, man, this is guys, your deal now. Take care of it. And I just left. Wow. And so at this point, I was like full on freaking John Wick mode. I'm like, Blowing walking off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm walking off thinking I was doing the right thing. And I'm like, oh, man, like part of me thought that I was doing the right thing because, I mean, I kind of felt like I did. But at the same time, I felt guilty for having just destroyed so many people. Do you feel like that was all really coming from a good place or do you feel like there was some aspect of like misery loves company? It's a bit of both, man. Cause like I genuinely felt like I was being uh, man, Cause I'm, I'm pretty religious, man. And like, I feel like, you know, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. And every time I prayed, man, I swear to God, I got an answer. That's mm. how I caught her cheating. Mm. That's how I got her, got her, you know, with hickeys. I prayed mm. for answers and I got, mm. I got proof, man. And like, I prayed and I told God, you know what? Show me the truth, even if it kills me. Mm-hmm. Just put it out there and make me see what's going on. And that's how finally, like my whole, all my hopes of making this work just died. I told her too. I was like, you know what? Stop doing this to me. Stop giving me hope and just start, stop. Because you're tearing me down. And I know you're not hurting how I'm hurting. And mm-hmm. it's not fair that you're doing this to me. And I'm over here, you know, struggling with my kids, bro. Like, Man, I'm getting like hella emotional right now because like, man, I I barely just filled up the fridge. Mm. My my family's been helping me out a lot, and I thank them for them for that. You know, I just barely filled up the fridge. I got some clothes for them, mm. and they spent mo- the majority of the time with me. Mm. And it hurts me that my daughter's failing her school because her mom rather you know send them off to her mom's. And mm-hmm. miss those three, four days of work, of school work, mm-hmm. just because she wants to go over there and mess around with this dude, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told her that day, like, yo, stop doing this to me because you're not hurting like I'm hurting. You might be confused or whatever, but, man, after this point, don't even talk to me. If you have anything to say, it better be just about the kids and that's it. Because even you saying hello just tears me apart because i had dedicated so much time and effort to you and you just turn around and you just do this to me and it's not fair and like so man she's been trying to text me and i just kind of like ignored them mm-hmm. she's asked about the kids one time and that's it you and know what it you sucks know, man it does suck but here's the thing bro and here's the thing that you here's the thing that you and anybody else going through this really has to do right the, the wrong mentality is looking to somebody who's been so inconsiderate and so not giving a fuck about you and expecting some kind of mercy, expecting yeah. that they're going to stop and go, you know what? You're right. I'm being an asshole. I know that like we were married and I just flat out have hickeys on me and I'm just dating this dude and I'm just basically telling you to get lost and I don't give a fuck, but I'm going to just turn over a new leaf today and I'm going to start being nice to you. 
That yeah. is a lost cause, bro. The change has to come 100% from within you. You cannot rely on the other person in a situation like this to show you any mercy or to give a fuck. You have to realize that I've started dealing with somebody who's not who I thought they were. I've started to project something onto them that they aren't. I've created this image all in my own mind of somebody who they are, but they're not, or maybe they used to be, but I have to accept that they no longer are that person. You have to accept the reality, the cold, blunt reality of what it really is today, which is that she's cheating on me and doesn't give a fuck. She's lied to me left and right. And, sh- and this is going nowhere. And the sooner yeah. that you can accept that with no exceptions, not, but maybe this, but maybe that's your own mind. Again, trying to tell you what you want to hear. You still yeah. want somehow that this is going to turn out to be peaches and roses. And it's not, it is what it is. And this situation never turns out. Look, if she stopped right now and said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to come home and we're going to work this thing out. It would be a nightmare for you. You wouldn't be able yeah, to ask her to go yeah. to the gas station. And you know what? Like I took, I took proper, well, not precautions, I guess, but like I took some steps. Like, so I had her banned from the trailer park that we have. So I ensured that she's not allowed to come into this, the, to the park mm-hmm. and to avoid that. Cause I know if she does come, like she's the type of girl that'll just wreak havoc for no damn reason. Mm. And, and at this point, like, I know like something tells me her cousin, like, stop talking to her because he feels in part guilty of what was going on because he he he's the one that helped her get the job at Walmart. Mm-hmm. so he feels like if i would have never done that this no 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 he's wrong too you guys are yeah. all thinking about this wrong bro who cares if she worked at popeyes at fucking carl's jr i don't know if you guys have one of those other who cares she yeah, yeah, yeah. she did this behavior. Nobody else except for 100% her is responsible and, for this. Nobody else. And that's actually the dialogue that I have with him. Like yeah. now, I'm like, dude, that there's no way that you or that or or me could have known that you know this was gonna ha- this was no. how it was gonna play out. And look, if she didn't and, work at the Walmart, she would have found somebody at the fucking grocery store or whatever. Because this is something you, that was going on inside of her that was gonna you happen. Know, regardless. You know, the crazy part is though, like, what? so when we were working at Jack in the Box, she she had got a transfer because you know they found out that we were dating. Yeah, and I knew that guy looked familiar. And so, so check this out though, like, dude, so, she dated somebody at the subway. Right, the, she yeah, yeah. that's so, the manager. So, she dated you at the Jack in the Box. This, she did, you get at it at this Jack in the Box. So when she got transferred to the other store, that dude just so happened to be a, a team leader at that Jack in the Box. And then uh-huh. apparently, all of a sudden, I guess he quit or got fired or whatever. And then uh-huh. so when she started working out at the Walmart, they reintroduced to each other. And uh-huh. I guess and then so her cousin was like, "Yo, like not, I'm not like no lie." She was telling me that she used to have a crush on this dude mm-hmm. when she worked at, at Jack in the Box, and I'm like thinking. Now I'm thinking to myself, like, man, how long has this been going on for? That's a song. How long? You ever heard this song? Has this no, been? Man. I'm going pl- to send you that song. <laughs> I swear to God, it's a song. How long has this been going on? It's a, like a classic rock song. You're going to love it. <laughs> Listen, like, man, she, she has a fetish for having sex with her coworkers, is what it is. I, I, apparently, man. Because like, like, now that... See, and like, now that this whole thing's been going on, and now that we, like, we've been apart for so long, yeah. You know, I mean, I do have my, my, my depression episodes where, man, I just don't want to do anything. I just want to lay in bed and just like just curl up in a ball. Yeah. Fuck that shit, Fernie. 
That's the and, shit. Like, look, you got to stop doing that shit. You got to, you got to look, you got to pick yourself up. You already said it's for your kids, but it can't be for your kids. They're going to help you. They're going to give you the motivation because you know, you got to be there for your kids. They need you, yeah. but you got to do this shit for yourself. What you got to realize is that you got a hold of a bad person and you just didn't see it soon enough. And by the time you figured out that this was a piece of shit person, you were already attached. And what you yeah. have attached to her, the reason why you feel the way you feel, it's not because of her. She could be interchangeable also with anybody. What you actually want is love and a family, and you are projecting all those wants and desires on her. She's getting away with all of this because you have some desires inside of you, and you think that she fills that void for you. She represents something for you that you want. She's not what you want. She represents what you want, a woman that loves you or that you're attracted to and that you have this family with, but she's not the person and, to fill that void. And, and, you know, you're not the only person that told me that. Like, uh, one, of my, one of my close friends told me that too. Like, him and his wife sat me down. Like, we had this whole conversation about that exact same thing. And he's like, that's one thing that you've always wanted. Right. And now that you got in a taste of it, you kept trying to make things work when they weren't really there. Bro, I'm telling you, man, my daughter's mom, right? My daughter's mom, I'll share something with you. My daughter's mom uh, badly wants a family. We were together for six, seven years. We had two daughters together. Then we split up and she badly wants a family. And since her and I split up right after her and I split up, I got with the woman I'm with now. And we've been together for almost 11 years in July. It'll be 11 years. So we've been together a long time. And in that time, my daughter's mom has been with so many different guys. And in every single one of them, not all of them move in, but a lot of them move in. A lot of them, they talk about marriage. A couple of them, they've gotten married. And she's trying so hard. And then she tries to get my daughters involved. She stopped doing that now because they're older. But in the beginning, she used to try to take these family pictures. Like she's got family pictures with guys that she knew three months. They go get matching outfits with my daughters and take pictures by the beach with their shoes off and shit. Like there's some yeah. family. And it's like, but I realized in time, she's not a shitty person. She just so badly wants a family and wants this happy life that she has in her mind that she tries to force it even when there's really nothing there. And so and you, there are guys who have come into her life who have gotten the benefit of being around her. She's such a sweet, beautiful person and my daughters, and they've gotten to be a part of that life for a minute, even though they weren't worthy of that because she wanted something so bad that she put that on them. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. And you know, it's crazy too. Like, so, so that's what I wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, like I knew that she wanted that too, because when she was growing up, she never had that family aspect in her life mm -hmm. because her dad was a junkie too. Mm -hmm. the, the, the way she is, is the way he is. Right. And his mom, like her mom was not necessarily the best of people. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, eventually she got over it and like, she started doing a little better. Mm -hmm. But in my, like my thought process on her whole aspect of that is, you know, she craves the attention. Mm which is why she, she, she's cheated so much. She's a time at the bomb, same bro. Time, she's not going to be able to do that. She's not going to have a long-term relationship with anybody. She's going to do one year, she's going to cheat. Six yeah, months, she's going to yeah, cheat. Yeah, Two yeah, years, yeah. she's got a time bomb in her that's going to always blow up. And I'm thinking to myself, like, too, like, how long are they going to last till she does it to him or he does it to her, you know? And, like, I was like, okay, well, that's their deal. But, you know, like, I see it now to where all she wanted is attention. And when she got what she wanted, she didn't know what to do with it. 
Well, because 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 so, there's something else inside of her that's broken too, right? Like she's got yeah, yeah, yeah. she's got the issues with her dad being gone and all that shit, right? Her dad was a yeah. junkie. Like anytime you see a daughter and you have a daughter, so it's important. Anytime you have a daughter that has a broken relationship with her father, nine times out of ten, they're gonna grow up and have some sort of issues. Rarely it doesn't affect them, but that relationship between a daughter and a father is so vital. And a lot of yeah. times when you see a woman that's displaying this kind of characteristics, she's on drugs or she's promiscuous or she has uh, she's fear of commitment and all these things that your ex-wife has you can almost always trace that back to some sort of relationship flaws uh, or, or not even existence of relationship with the father. It's almost always that way. I watch this shit and I see it time and time again. That's what's going on with her. And until she deals with that, unfortunately for her, she's going to always self-destruct every time she finds herself in a situation. And the scariest thing for somebody like that is to end up in a stable situation because they get scared. They go, Oh, this doesn't feel right. This is going to, you know, they always think it's going to be ruined. And so they ruin it before it has a chance to happen to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and see, and like, and then the, the night that I spent with her after this whole thing happened, that's ex- like, she told, she even told me herself, she's like, man, I don't know why I did this. Mm-hmm. I had so much going for me with you. And now I just kind of threw it all away. And she, man, like she, gen- I knew she, she meant genuinely that. meant it. She meant because that. She poured her, like she cried her ass off. We were both like really emotional and, and, you know, a part of me wanted to believe her. No, you shouldn't believe her. But here's the thing, right? And here's the thing. Here's the problem with certain guys, and you're one of them, is that you hear that and you have so much sympathy that it's like you want to be there to try to fix that or try to – you can't fix that, right? That's something yeah, that she yeah, has yeah. to fix within herself. And the guys that try to take somebody like that or the girls who try to take a guy like that or, you know, whoever, whatever your sexual preference is, doesn't matter. But when you try – even a friend – when you take somebody who is determined to sink to the bottom and you grab onto them thinking that you're going to save them, all you do is sink to the bottom with them. So yeah. your sympathy is not going to fix her, bro. All it's going to do is ruin you. When you get around somebody like that, you've got to try to show them love from a distance. You've got to understand when it's also taking you down. And that's when you got to cut the ties and disconnect and go, look, I feel bad for what you're going through. I'll give you you know, advice as a shoulder to cry on as a friend, but I'm not going down with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, and then so she's been trying to text me uh, lately, as far as like trying to, you know, establish that kind of relationship. And I'm not, I'm not having it anymore. Because I mean, I already, I've already decided, like, I'm not going back that to, to that, to that same place. I mean, no. yeah, you're the mother of my children. But, you know, besides that, that's where we're it not stops. Friends, yeah, we're nothing. Yeah. And are you angry at her too? Or no? Because you're you not know, really, now, you're not really healed until you're not angry either. It's got to be like I don't want to be with you. I don't want to have sex with you, and I'm also not angry at you. It's nothing. It's got to be nothing. Like I, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie and say I'm not because I mean, yeah, part of me is still angry. I, I still hurt, mm-hmm. but you know, as of lately, I've like like no lie, this whole month that I've been uh, on my own mm-hmm. with my kids, mm-hmm. you know, I've 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 started to I've started to see differently. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, like no lie, I started working. Uh, I started exercising again after having gained freaking like thirty pounds. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, I've lost so much weight within that month. Hell yeah! Part of it has to do with like, because I was kind of depressed and like not eating, but at the same time, like I was using the exercise to propel me forward. And now I'm under what I used to be, Hell and yeah. I see it on myself, and I'm I'm feeling good about myself. 
good shit. Not only that, but I've had girls notice that about me. Um, I'm not even trying to rush into anything with anybody, but I, I'm taking right. the compliments as they're That's coming. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Take it, let it make you feel good, but don't let that be your new high. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I always wanted to do bodybuilding. I At one point, I almost became a professional soccer player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that, that athletic cool. background was always there to try and excel in. And I, I never really took advantage of it, especially mm-hmm. even after having, you know, gotten married and gotten pregnant and whatnot. Like, right. I still try to pursue. Right. But I couldn't really fully pursue it. Right. And now that I've been alone for this month with my kids, you know, I take care of my kids first and then right. I'll focus on, you know, getting myself back in shape to where I could potentially compete in 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 any type of fitness modeling or, or competition or anything like that. That's and cool, so man. You're doing it right. I've established, I've established my goals and I know what I want for myself and my kids. And I'm trying to set the example not only through my work, but through the things that I love to do. And if I show my kids that even after this whole, all this adversity, you know, you could still push through and be successful even after having gone through hell. And that's one thing that I, that I know she wouldn't be able to provide. And that's why I'm glad that they're with me mm-hmm. because the way the, my thought process, as far as being successful is completely mm-hmm. different from what she has. Mm-hmm. And she, she even texted me herself one time that, you know, you're the smartest guy I know. You're the most um, driven person that I know. Mm-hmm. And I want you to rub off on my kids. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be like you and be better than us. She meant that too. And, and yeah, and I, and, and I took it because she always told me like, man, you're probably like the smartest guy I've ever dated. Yeah, because you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because most smart guys would stay away from her. You're the only smart guy that's ever somehow fallen for her. Yeah. And and so yeah, she probably really doesn't know anybody like you. And and I mean, this past month, I mean, yeah, it's been a struggle, but I've been I've been cuz my daughter has this knack of saying I can't. And every time I hear her say that, I tell her, I don't want to hear those words come out of your mouth ever again. Mm. And mm. that's so powerful. I want to, you know, and I, I'm glad they're with me because I could, you know, keep pushing them to to be better. Because, yeah. man, my four-year-old is such, like, one of the smartest little boys I've ever seen. Hmm. Even my even my autistic boy, my, my youngest one, he's three, mm-hmm. named Aiden. Mm-hmm. This kid, you would never know that he, he you know, I'm not going to say it's a disability because it's not. Because it's just a different learning process. That's it, yeah. And this kid just does everything by himself. Like, really? I've been trying to potty train him for about two months now. And this kid uh-huh. just went to the restroom and pooped in the toilet by himself nice nice and i'm like i'm like dude <laughs> like dude man you're you're freaking over here got me going nuts over here and then you just go and do it by your own like that's that's awesome that's beautiful man and i want i want to capitalize on their traits and what they're good at that's it and apply it so that it could be better than what i ever expected myself to be hmm and it's interesting that with the parenting you have so much emotional intelligence right that's that's interesting to me like you're so spot on with all of that you're so spot on you seem like a really good dad man like man like because to be honest i mean i didn't have the worst parents but they did go through a divorce my dad ended up cheating on my mother Mm. and i'm the same way my mom is like really emotional really attached Mm -hmm. uh loving caring and my dad's the same way but he's a little held back 
emotionally mm. just through his past experience like he went he was in the military and like you know right, right. he saw some stuff he 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 had gone to vietnam mm-hmm. and you know that kind of you know not everybody comes out comes comes out of that you know being the same person right uh so you know i kind of understand what he went through but you know right, right. i don't hold it against him cuz he he was a very good dad to me mm-hmm. i mean he doesn't talk to me now Hmm. But they both set a really good example. And I'm trying to implement that and more to my kids. I don't want them to go through the same things that my parents went through or even myself. And I don't want them to go off and live with their mother and have that environment that she's in. Because I know, I'm, I'm, man, I'm damn sure she's back to doing drugs. Because apparently this dude... I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so how do you have any evidence of that? Or what are you thinking? Um, what does it make you think that? Because one of the days I did notice that she was like, like her eyes were dilated from mm. like smoking pot. So I was like, like, man, I, I mean, I had a, I have a friend that's like a major pothead. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, I don't think you're, I don't think you're like fully capable of comprehending what's going on right now. So she just seems just super high. Out. Yeah. She, man, she was like, she was, man, she was laughing at like, non funny things where I was being <laughs> dead serious and she's over here like <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, yo, man, I even turned around and just left. Like I took my kids and I just left. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not man. doing that. And hey, so look, you gotta gear up because it's probably gonna be like that for a while. You're just gonna have to you're just gonna have to hold the fort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, and right now I'm in uh man, I'm not financially stable as far as like cause man, I'm in so much I'm in deep with the truck with the lease on her damn phone can you sell like the so truck much, some she has it she took it yeah and so like it's under my name everything's still under paying my name, for basically. it right now since we're still married yeah she was able to go to call the bank and switch over her the payment information on the truck to her account so that's not that's my oh, so she is paying it for my okay yeah good. yeah so she's good, paying good. it um the only thing is the the lease on her phone is just kind of killing me right now because they're like double, triple charging me for the damn thing. And like, it's kind of like hurting me bad because I, at the same time, I'm trying to get a lawyer to try, you know, get this divorce on its way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on top of that, having to buy the kids, you know, clothes, food, all this. And then while she's still getting freaking government help and not willing to, you know, at least help out with the food, Hmm. like she's really dug me into a hole where hmm. i'm kind of just fighting through it and you got family helping you at all yeah, yeah, yeah my my mom and my brothers have been like amazing like whenever i go to work at night mm-hmm. they'll come over and they'll watch the kids and then they'll put them to sleep they'll stay here with them and then in the morning they'll let me sleep Aww. like six hours i'll wake up and i'll, I'll take care of them my mom that's God a bless her huh? yeah she brings she, she she's been bringing me uh milk potatoes all you name it all yep. kinds of food. Yeah. And I've been keeping them fed. And then, so I had a little bit of free money. So I went in and bought them some more food so that they could have and not eat freaking macaroni and cheese Dude, every day. Fucking high five to you, bro. You had some extra money and you went and got some more food. All you're trying to do is make extra sure that those kids are taken care of. I have so much and respect then, for you for that. And like right now, man, like I was kind of, I was kind of bummed out because I texted her and I was like, hey, so did you get, because we filed taxes together and they deposited the tax money to her account and when everybody started uh, getting the stimulus check uh 
she ended up getting the full amount. Oh. And I told her, hey, can you give me some of that money so I could get the kids some more stuff? And she's like, no. Fuck her. her. Oh, my God. That's so Because I have, I you have don't a need table. It. You don't need it. Fuck no, her. no. And it. I told her, you know what? Like, just keep it. Because she's like, are you going to give me my table back? Because she's had that table, our dining room table, man, since she was like five months old. And that's like something that she really loved. Give her the fucking table, bro. Fuck that table. Well, that's the thing. Like, I told her, I'm not, I'm not giving you anything else till we get divorced. And the lawyers, you know, separate everything they have to separate. And like, cause I don't want you to feel like you got cheated and I don't want to feel like you freaking robbed me. Even listen, though, bro, like, listen you- to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen. She's going to pay for the truck, right? Yeah. You guys don't have shit. I don't even know you, but I'm assuming you don't have shit, right? You don't own shit, right? Do you have anything? No, 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 no. So you're thin. So what are you worried about? You're starting from scratch. You guys don't have shit. Give her the fucking table because what you need to do is cut all those emotional ties. I'm not going to sit here and fight with you back and forth about this table because all that does is it becomes another excuse for you guys to have these exchanges and the exchanges become very emotional, not not as emotional as they should normally be over a table. That emotion is actually connected to other things. And through that table, you're vicariously having a we broke up argument, right? That's what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? The argument's about the table, but it's really about you and her. Fuck that table. Cut all emotional ties. Take the table. Take the money. Everything that she needs, cut her off and move on about your life because that's what's going to really allow you to go on and be happy and make money and be a better dad for your kids and be at peace and get over this thing. You've got to take all those little things that have emotional representations and let them mean nothing. Take all the value out of them or get well, rid of like, them. They mean nothing to you. Like To be honest, man, like that table means jack to me, to be honest. Nothing but like, the only reason... The only reason I have it still is just because I want a table for my kids to sit down and have, you know, eat food in. Don't worry about a table. And like, give her, hey, you, you know, give I mean, her that table back. Yeah. You give her the table back, and me and you will go on Amazon after this. I'll share my screen with you. We'll go on Amazon. We'll find a fucking table. <laughs> no, man. Like, well, I mean, like, I, I mean, I have couches. They could eat on the couch, and they do. Most Listen, of the time anyways, eat on but, the floor, yo, bro. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. You have to be that diligent. You have to be that committed and that determined that I'm cleaning house right now. I'm cleaning out yeah. my heart. I'm cleaning out my mind. I'm starting fresh, fresh air. Like if you had a dirty ass goldfish tank and it's all cloudy and you're like, I'm going to put clean ass water in here. Clean water means yeah. getting rid of that couch. Means, okay, you want to argue over that $1,200 stimulus check? Fuck you. I don't need it. Life will give me what I need. I'm going to keep on doing my thing. I got my mom. I got my brother. I got my job. I got my kids. Fuck you. Fuck Yo, and that's, actually, that's, actually, that that's exactly what I told her about the, about the stimulus check. I was like, you know what? Just keep the shit. Cause I, I know she already like spent the shit. So I was like, and, and I know she bought herself a table and a bed and all. It ain't even like, worth she, it, bro. You're gonna go through five. You're gonna go through twelve million dollars worth of emotional damage fighting over that twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. It's not worth it. Man, not, and like I was like, yo, just you know, just keep the money. I don't give a shit. But I was thinking to myself, and I was like, man, if you're smart, you get yourself a lawyer because I'm gearing up for a lawyer right now. And why get, not doing the why same, even do that? Why even do that? Look, if you had a million dollars or if you had been working for a long ass time and she's been, uh, you know, staying at home and now you're like, okay, she's going to, then you go get the lawyers, you go do all that shit. You don't have anything. 
So it, and I'm, yeah. not trying to, I'm not trying to make fun well, of you. I'm saying be, you don't have honest, anything to like, fight over. You got nothing to protect. You just need to file a divorce and be done with it. Yeah, well, because like I'm trying to, I'm trying to gain gain custody of my of my kids. That's like that's the main reason why I'm getting a lawyer. That's what I you don't, do need. Yeah, I don't want her to have my kids at all. Well, that's I not going to happen. Man, I can I mean, tell you that. I can tell you that now. Go into it with an open mind. Go into it without. Don't have a very specific expectation because then you're going to be upset. Know this: yeah, the, fam- yeah. the family court system is already n- mostly geared towards uh, the mothers, right? That's just yeah. the way that it's kind of skewed. So when you go in there, you're going to tell them the whole story. You have to try to tell it like you're not an emotional. I'm upset about what she did to me. If you focus real heavily on the cheating and all that, they're going to say, they're going to discredit everything you're saying. They're going to say, you're only taking the standpoint because you're hurt and you're trying to take her kids from you because she cheated on you. The kids and the relationship are two different things. So you have to be careful about that because if you go in there screaming and crying about how she cheated on you, they're going to say, okay, you're trying to be malicious to her and take her kids because you're mad. Because you're hurt, and, right? And see, and and somebody had a uh, had advised me not to rush into the lawyer right away because my brother had been like, "Yo, you gotta get divorced. You gotta go through this. You gotta do this." And in my mind, I'm like, "Man, I'm a, I'm an emotional wreck right now. I'm not even trying to rush into that mm-hmm. because I might say the wrong thing and I'm gonna lose for sure. Definitely, definitely. You gotta get like so, you you gotta if you can't pretend to not give a fuck about the relationship, then you need to wait till you actually don't give a fuck about the relationship. Yeah, because if and, you're and, in there and, talking about that, they're gonna go, okay. Before all this, like, man, I'm I'm really like I'm a really joyful person. I'm always I'm always cracking jokes. Man, even at work, I'm always like taping dudes to the freaking like I'm I'm supposed to be these guys as a supervisor and I'm over here like pulling practice on these guys, but yeah, yeah, you know. Like I'm going through the right process right now where I'm messing around, like having fun with, with my coworkers. And at the same time, like all, like, I'm not going to say like all these girls, you know, cause I mean, it's not a, a lot, mm-hmm. but I've been getting compliments and I've been getting, building up my self-esteem too. Cause oh, yeah. you know, when I started gaining weight, like she would put me down like constantly. The first couple of years that we were together, maybe the first two or three, mm-hmm. like I was really, you know, put my foot down. And that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then, man, like I like when I got laid off and I started gaining the weight, you know, my self esteem just started dropping, and I started letting her kind of just step over me. And eventually, it led up to where she knew she could get away with cheating. It's gradual. It's gradual. And and it, it ended up being the way it is. And now that I'm building myself up again, you know, I see like, man, why did I even let her do this to me? Why did you, right? And, yeah, and like, and then I mean, I, like in that in that group that I'm at, uh-huh. I see a lot of I see a lot of the guys, you know, going through the same thing, and you know, like, I mean, it just sucks that that we have to go through that. But I mean, like, I've accepted the fact that it's just part of life, and you know, you either learn from it or you just keep going through that cycle. And and you know, it's crazy because um, like a week ago like my friend invited me to this house and like they brought a friend over mm-hmm. was like hey maybe you guys hit it off and i was like right, i was willing to give it a shot just to kind of like not you know just to kind of have fun okay I hear but you. then this like getting like trying to get a little serious and then like i was like no i'm not even trying to do that right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then like later on i found out like she had been involved in a drive-by and the person <laughs> what the fuck 
<laughs> Where are you hanging out, bro? You got to no, find a new town. You need to get the fuck out of that town. That Walmart and that girl that you were just with and this, why are you finding all these dangerous women? Man, I know, right? And I told him, like, dude, don't ever try to hook me up with anybody anymore. <laughs> it's horrible. And then, oh, man, it was, it was but, you oh, know. Oh, man. Now, this last thing, this last thing, uh, it's part of your post again where you're just like, you know, I, I hate myself and everything around me. And I, I understand that this was probably something you posted in an emotional moment because you don't sound like you feel that way right this moment. But uh, so you said, I hate myself and everything around me because I feel like I could have prevented this. How do you mean that you could have prevented it? You know, like looking back at it, I know that it was a stupid thing to say because I mean, man, I, what didn't I do, you know, to try and keep her happy? That's why I'm asking you, like, what could you have done to prevent it? The only thing you could have probably done to prevent this from happening to you is to recognize those signs sooner and and not have gone so deep in with her, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, things have to happen in order for you to, you know, to see the whole picture. Agree. And, you know, man, I, I posted some things on my personal page mm-hmm. and it's like, man, I, I fight with my depression like constantly. And like, I feel like to be honest, I, I am slightly above my depression, but it's just me going through that little period of time uh, during the day where I just start getting these negative thoughts and I'll post, post something on impulse and like, I'll think back to it and I'll be like, you know what? Get over it. And Do I you- keep telling really, do you have, do you say that, do you, would you say that you have depression? Uh, like, do you identify with that? Do you say like, I have depression? Cause there's people who say that. Do you say that? You know, I say it. Stop saying that. I, I mean, start- depression is real, but it can't, you, depression is not a constant state. It's a phase that passes. It's an emotion that comes and passes because you're human. You're always going to feel sadness. You're always going to have happiness, anger. These are what make you human and alive. But that doesn't mean that you are a constant, I have depression. No, you have depression. You also have happy and you also have anger. And all those things are always there. They're always going to be there. But you focus on depression because it hurts the most. You know, and so you think about it the most. Maybe it makes the biggest impact on you. Just like bad news travels faster than good news. It's the same idea. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, like days like today, like, man, I've been so proactive today like that, you know, I'm kind of like shocked that I've gotten so much done just because of the fact that I'm not, like, I'm not even thinking about that. And then when I started getting that, like, little negative thought, I just completely stop and just kind of check myself. Like, hey, dude, stop. Your best days are, are ahead of you, bro. Your best days. And it's it's crazy because I never thought I'd have three kids looking up to me and doing the same thing that I'm doing. You got to be that shining example. You don't get – I have a good friend who he has a daughter with a woman who had a lot of mental – issues, emotional issues, tried to kill herself, blah, blah, blah. And he turned into the world's best dad that I've ever seen because he knew he had to carry the weight of being a good example to his kid. And you're in a similar situation. And, 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 and hearing you say that, like, that's, 
the whole reason that I haven't had any, you know, suicidal thoughts from my my time where I was. And, you know, there was a lot of things going on in my life at the, at the moment where that's all I thought about. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, things started turning around for me. And then, man, I mean, yeah, I wasn't there for the birth of my, uh, of my daughter. But, I mean, man, I love that little girl to death. And, like, she'll come and tell me, like, Daddy, am I still your princess? Because she knows what's going on. Mm. Of course, you're never going to stop being my princess. Mm. And my son, too, like, he'll come up to me and, like, man, when I picked him up from, because uh, we meet up at a mutual spot to where we both feel comfortable picking up the kids. Mm-hmm. And, man, my my little boy, I've never seen him jump out of anything so fast. And he ran at me and hugged me. He's like, Daddy, mm. like, mm. man. You know that 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 feeling right there is what keeps me away from those thoughts. You're so important, bro. Their life depends on you. Who they become as adults, what happens in their future, their future depends solely on you, solely on you. So you definitely, you know, and it's and and live your life for them. Live your life for yourself too. Never forget about yourself. Keep working out. Keep taking those compliments when people tell you you're looking good. Keep looking at yourself in the mirror and going, yeah, I lost that weight. I'm feeling good. That's important too. Don't forget about yourself. But remember, you're carrying the weight of their lives on your shoulders. You're their yeah, you're, you're dad. And you're doing a damn good job of it. And don't stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I was always mentoring other people. Mm. And now, uh, I think I have somebody at the door. Oh, okay. Uh, well, let's wrap it up anyway. You got to go. It's been real. And listen, last thing I want to tell you, bro, before we roll out is if you do start to have any kind of suicidal thoughts, depression, anything like that, message me. I'm always here. I'll jump on the phone with you anytime, day or night, if you need somebody to talk to. Okay. All right, man. I appreciate it. Keep doing your thing, man. I'm proud of you. See you, brother. Thank you. Take it easy, man. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Rain again. Before we go, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with somebody else who might enjoy it. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications. If you want to leave us a five-star rating and a review, we appreciate that so much. It really does help out more than you know. And some of you already know this, some of you don't, but my sister and I produced this show together. And we have a big, big dream to one day have enough supporters behind the show where we could afford to quit our jobs and do nothing but web chats. We can make more episodes, make more content, help more people, and have more fun doing it. And so the way that we're able to do that is through you. We have a Patreon page set up. It's patreon.com slash webchatspodcast. So P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash webchatspodcast. You can go there. We have three different tiers. You sign up. The lowest one is just $2.99 a month. And that will really help us reach our dream of being able to do this show as a career and make more great episodes for you guys to enjoy. So if you can offer some support there, that means the world to us. But listen, I really mean it. If you never gave us a penny, it does not matter. The fact that you're here means the world to us and we appreciate you. So thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.